Hi, welcome back to More Than Necessary. Um, this is part two of self-acceptance. I got cut off on the last one, so I said, hey, I guess I'll make a part two. But um, I want to start off by saying thank you guys for returning and showing me support and love as well as I'm going to continue to show you guys support and love. Um, on this episode, I want to be talking about just a couple of things I've written down that I've also been using and utilizing in my day-to-day just to help empower me, empower myself and give more encouraging words. But before we start, I just ask that you guys, ask for you guys support to share, comment, mention, tell a friend to tell a friend, um, just to get my podcast out there and to let everyone know that God still loves us, and I'm here to motivate you guys, a listening ear, give advice, bounce ideas off of. If you want to send me some questions or answer some of the questions that you you guys hear on my podcast, I'm more than willing and open to it. Um, I'm also asking for you guys to support, to help me level up and to give me more understanding on what I need to be talking about or the questions you guys may have difficulty with and just help me to increase the love and the nurturing and the encouraging the goodness and be more creative within myself and within you guys too so the first topic I want to talk about is why or the question is why is it that we allow people to continue to hurt us or people, places, or things? Why we continue to allow it in our life or allow negative in our life, knowing or unknowingly that it's going to hurt us? And I would say we're addicted to pain. Far as I can only use myself for example, me being taken advantage of or misled brainwashed you can say forcefully or voluntary or involuntary um i want to talk about me being taken advantage of and why i kept allowing men to continue to hurt me now at the age that i'm at now i understand and i've been blessed with the knowledge that I was looking for the pain that I felt after I was molested or after I found out what was going on, it got to the point where I hated them. I hated myself. I didn't understand. And I felt, well, maybe someone else won't do that to me or that it won't be as painful as the next person or whoever I allow back into my space that intimate. And I have been in several, 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 several relationships where it was either physically, emotionally, verbally, mentally, just abusive all the way around. I've had, I feel like I've found love or the love of my life was a guy named Carlito. And no matter what, I feel like out of all the relationships, even though he did similar things or hell, you can say 
he really broke my heart. Out of all the dudes I've ever talked to, he really broke my heart because I, I gave everything to him. It was right after my grandmother passed. I ran away from home. I was taken from my family. I didn't want to open up or tell my family what was going on. None of that. I was went homeless. I made myself homeless just to be with him. Living from different friends' house, my friends, his friends, hotels, allowing him to disrespect me, lie to me, beat on me, treat me however, and just because when I say I'm done or I was just fed up, all he had to do was just cry and, oh, this and that, 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 which I'm not saying his feelings was invalid, but I wasn't thinking of God or myself in those moments, period to the point where that's all it took. I felt like I had did something wrong because he was crying and didn't want me to leave and I'm sorry and I didn't mean to and I don't know how to let you, I don't know how to, I don't know how to let you love me or accept your love. And I was a fool going right, believing it and going right back into his grasp and to me understanding, oh, well maybe he don't, maybe he don't. And I, I wish at that moment, what I know now, I would have known the best way I can help him is to leave him because I was broken myself. But that goes back to so goes goes back to show as you guys have probably heard in previous recordings. Even though I was hurt and abused and things have been taken away from me all my life, whenever, no matter who it was, if it was the abuser or someone I had abused. I still poured out my love and I poured out my all to them. I might have been in pain or didn't understand or didn't want to, but like I said in my in part one, that small voice in the back of my head always said, it's gonna be okay. You're not hurt, you're gonna make it through. You made it, you can do it. You get what I'm saying? So I didn't, and even back then I didn't understand, but something just always told me, give them what you didn't get, what you felt like you didn't get or you didn't get. Show them the love that you always wanted or you didn't get. Sometimes it played out for my good. Sometimes it didn't. But to sum it all up, now, September the, what's today's date? September the, I can't recall the date right now, but I see now even what I thought I didn't make it through people or relate or help them in the way that I thought or I wanted to, I see now all of that is paying off. And I'm also better within myself, far as accepting myself. I thought I was loving myself by doing my hair, doing my makeup, you know, wearing little clothes, um, not speaking up for myself, going along, being a follower. And none of that was helping me. It strengthened me and gave me more understanding for the next time that I'm faced with it. But none of it was helpful. September the 29th, September the 9th, my apologies for the um, pause. Um, the next bullet I would say is telling the truth, telling the truth to yourself and to anyone that you feel like you can trust or confide in, 
on how you feel or how something, person, place, or thing made you feel or felt. It took me till I was maybe 20, between 20 and 22. That's when I finally came out and pretty much told my entire family about my drug addiction, about me escorting. Only one of my aunts knew about me being literally kidnapped for two years. I couldn't come home. I couldn't really do anything that I wanted. I was basically being sex trafficked, being pimped out. But I'm feeling like he loved me. You know, he's doing this for me. He's he telling me that he loved me. He's, you know, doing all the things that we think love is. And it wasn't true. Piggyback off of what I was saying earlier, I never told anyone because I felt like, one, if I tell my grandmother or my family, they're not going to believe me. They're going to abandon me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I was adopted into my dad's mom adopted me because he was out him and my mom was still you know in the world figuring things out trying to figure their stuff out and it bothered me and I just felt like thoughts will go through my head if my mom don't care or dad don't care what happened to me what makes me think that they would care so I kept everything bottled up and I kept everything in my head and on my heart and just never I just thought I would never say anything or maybe one day somebody will just figure it out or or they'll catch me or catch the person that was doing it to me and catch them in an act and I won't have to say nothing or defend myself and that was my power being taken away from me my voice being taken away from me my innocence being taken away from me I started drinking couldn't handle that or didn't like how that made me feel. Started smoking. It was all right. It just numbed me or as I would like my favorite word, suppressed <laughs> deep in my head the thoughts and the feelings that I didn't want to feel or think of. I told my brother and I told my sister and I begged them pretty much all my life not to say anything to no one in the family because I didn't know what would happen or I was afraid of the thoughts or the things that they may say or look at me if I was to tell them. But my brother and sister, they never judged me and I thank them wholeheartedly. I thank God for them that they kept my secret and they respected what I asked of them by not saying anything. And do I, do I know or do I feel like I was hurting them or they were hurt behind it. Now, September the 9th, I do feel like it bothered them or hurt them or confused them in a way of why would I protect why would I be protecting someone who's hurting me? I still love them. I still respect them and I'm grateful for God blessing them and giving them to me. Do I forgive them? I do wholeheartedly. I forgive them. And I love them with all my heart. And I still will be there for them. I recently, months ago, I didn't know if I should write a letter or send a text message or say it to them face to face. 
I didn't know how I was going to confront them, but I felt like I needed to say something to them. They need to hear the words from my mouth or I need to express to them how they made me feel or how I felt about the things that they done to me. I ran from it. I ran from it. I ran from it left and right. I would come up with any excuse or just start suppressing that feeling of I need to say something to stand up for myself. I would just push it out of my head or push it back, push it deep down in my heart because I didn't, I was afraid to even deal with it myself. Until one day, I just got tired of allowing people to hurt me. And I would just sit back and just say to myself and say out loud, you are so loving, you are so caring, respectful, responsible, honest, loving, gentle, creative, nurturing, caring, thoughtful. Why would you continue to allow people to take from you and hurt you and abuse you when you can either avoid it or set boundaries so it won't even get that far again. But I'll say again, I didn't know myself. I didn't love myself, understand myself, or respect myself. I just felt like it is what it is. It was done to me, that's the end of it. And there's nothing I can do about it. I'll never get the answers to the questions that I felt like or thought that I wanted or I needed to overcome or let it go. And that bothered me and it killed a part of me on the inside too because I felt like I was deserving and I deserve an answer to why you did this to me. What caused you and what gave you the right to do that to me? How could you do that to me? I was always a loving, I always smiled, very goofy, silly as a child, loving, caring, would share anything. I would give anything, and I'm still like that today. I'll give anything just to make another person or make people happy because that's how I was raised, that's what I was taught, that's what I know is right, and that's what I feel is right. And I had to come to terms with maybe I'll never get the answers to the questions that I feel like I deserve. And it bothered me for a moment because I felt like, again, it's owed to me. You owe that to me, but I don't. They didn't owe me nothing. It's easier said than done. I know it may come off harsh. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I know the way it may be. It may sound like, oh, damn, like. You, it's, it kind of comes off like, you still telling me I'm not worthy of the answer? You're more than worthy. But the answer that you're looking for is not within the people who done it to you or the places. God has all the answers. And everything that you have been through, if you just take it to him, he'll heal you, give you understanding, whatever you ask for, he will give it to you in due season when he feel like it's ready for you to have it. But all you have to do is seek out answers. Seek him first. Wholeheartedly seek him to only live by his word. Praise him. Give him all the glory. 
for the, all your life, for the rest of your days, every time you don't understand something or you feel weak or you don't know if this is going to happen or you're going to make it with any, any and everything you don't understand or makes you feel weird or weary or afraid, put all fear in God and ask him for understanding, ask him for wisdom, for the courage, for for him to order your steps, to touch your heart, your mind, to cover you with his blood, to help you put on the full armor of God. Pray for others. Pray for the ones that, that hurt you, that took from you. I try to look at things, all of the things that was done to me, and this also helped me start to love myself and think more highly and more you know think more of myself think more of God first then myself all of those things and people that was doing and taking from me it wasn't me it wasn't something that I did or was doing it was them hurting and not understanding their self or certain situation that they had been through so they took it out on the next best thing that they thought or the next person that was in their reach which starts to bring me down or hurt me or not give me understanding. Like I'm sure you guys have heard, hurt people hurt people. I was a hurt child, not knowing if my parents loved me where they were. Like I said, why I was feeling or thinking the things I was, why I was different and didn't fit in. I started to believe that's why they was doing it to me. Maybe this is the reason. So I started seeking unconsciously people that could that would hurt me or take from me. Things that I was used to, used to being hurt, I started to get addicted to the pain. I started to get addicted to not telling the truth. I would say first go to God and humble yourself. And just talk to him the same way I'm talking to you guys. The same way you talk to your mom, your dad, your homegirl, your homeboy, your baby. You get what I'm saying? God, he's not a person like us, but he understands. However you talk, country. Now, I'm not saying be cussing and stuff, but I sometimes I slip up when I'm very emotional. Or I find myself a little angry or upset. I may cuss when I'm praying or just talk, how, speaking out to God, but I know he know my heart and I correct myself in the same moment, but I know he know my heart that I'm not meaning it in that way. I'm just overwhelmed or a little worked up. And just talk to him and call out to him and let him know, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't even understand what I'm feeling right now or why I'm feeling this way or why is this happening to me and just ask that he cover you and give you understanding and wisdom and love and support and encourage you and to order your steps to where and to the answers that he wants to give you. I say don't trust in nobody but the Lord, nobody but God. If it doesn't feel right or it doesn't sound like something God would say, 
I wouldn't believe it. Even still to this day, I still have slip-ups and flaws that God is working on me and pulling me through. But one thing I'm happy for, I know and I understand that he's going to bring me out of it for one. And everything that I'm going through is more than necessary and it's going to help strengthen me to help strengthen my love for God and to help others. So with that said, I just want to say again, reach out and leave any questions. If you feel like you have a better answer to anything I've said or understanding, I'm more than open. You know, we can help each other lever up and make it. This better helps me and you guys support better helps me reach a broader audience and to just give people that felt like they never had a voice or why me give them a platform or a free a, a space to feel safe and comfortable and free to express themselves in any type of way anything you want to say anything that you feel like you can't say or express to nobody or you feel uncomfortable about reach out to me this podcast but first and foremost, reach out to God. I would like to leave with my quote that I've also left in part one. And it goes like, I forgive myself and all the people that hurt me, that took from me, that left me or abandoned me lied to me, misled me, didn't love me. And no matter what, I'm still here. If you need me, need a friend, need someone to listen to, need some good advice, or someone to pray with. You are beautiful. You are loved, you are protected. You are God's child. You are smart. You will win. You are resilient. 